Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Big cycling event in Chicago. The best women in the world cycling and incredible, incredible athletes. And congratulations uh, to uh, Tessa Johnson and Evelyn Williams, first and second place. They're men. They're men. Just so we understand each other, at this big event in Chicago, the Chicago Cyclocross Cup, two men claiming to be women took first and second. We should be clear that the irrational things keep happening. And it is, without question, irrational that men can think they're women. It's irrational that as a society we would fuel that delusion and then allow them to compete. Now, cycling has a couple of rules. Cycling allows for certain things. The Union uh, Cycliste Internationale, that's the biking, uh, bicycling uh, body, they ban transgender athletes from elite competitions. So this, I guess, race in Chicago isn't actually elite. So whatever. But it's not whatever, now is it? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Find it all at TonyKatz.com. Oh, don't worry. We'll get into the day of rage and the latest what's going on in, in Israel. But other things are indeed happening. And one of those happenings is this continued desire to tell women they don't count. And this has to be drilled into this story, these subjects, for all the suburban women out there, the suburban moms out there, who haven't figured out that these people hate your daughters. Your daughters won't get scholarships for, for sports. Your, daughter, your daughters will be erased. Why are you allowing this? Why are you allowing this? This is nuts. And so we're clear, it's you suburban white women. Just so we understand each other. Don't get me wrong, there are plenty of progressives who allow this to happen. They hate themselves, clearly they hate their children. But in the suburbs, you've got progressives, you've got Democrats, you've got Republicans, you've got moderates, you've got conservatives. But man, you are, your silence is nuts. Now, not everybody is silent. Some moms are speaking up quite, quite strong. Uh, they get called Nazis, right? Isn't that what happened to Moms for Liberty? Oh, Moms for Liberty, that's just a, that's an extremist organization. Who says so? The Southern Poverty Law Center. You mean the people who got sued for slander and lost? For lying about people? For making these kinds of claims? They said that the group is extremist? Who cares? Who cares? Well, you need to condemn Moms for Liberty. No, I need to condemn Hamas. You want to talk about all of the colleges and these college presidents who didn't start off by condemning a terrorist organization for killing children? 
Just in my beloved Indiana, the list will make you sick. How about all the colleges where they were having these protests in favor of Hamas? Do you know how insane this got? Now, this wasn't a college. This was just in Philadelphia the day after. Remember, this happened on October 7th. So this was the day after October 8th. This is what one guy was saying at a rally in Philadelphia. I think that we should all give an applaud right now to Hamas for a job well done. When they woke up in the morning and they found and they found a few hands in the house with a knife ready to cut their throats. I was late to the news, but when I heard it, I smiled. I don't want to hear that. 250, 250 innocent Israelis are dead. Again, I swear, I salute Hamas. A job well done. Now, you could take that speech and replace it with anything you heard on a college campus. These people chanting from the river to the sea. From the river to the sea is a call for genocide. It's all it is. From the river to the sea is a call to genocide. This happened on college campuses all across the country that support Hamas. The women who support Hamas on those college campuses are the same women who got raped and killed and burned to death by Hamas at that music festival. You hear the guy talking about 250, 250. That was the amount of people killed at the music festival. It was actually 260. This happened everywhere. And it's as if these these college presidents, I mean, you want to talk about remarkable cowards in, in too many cases. I should I should really get into... Uh, ben Sass, I, I, I'll, I'll try and fit it in. Uh, the president of the University of Florida, former senator from Nebraska. If you aren't willing to set a standard, uh, a, a, a moral clarity conversation, that Hamas is a terrorist organization, based on their charter, they want to destroy Israel and destroy Jews. Anybody who's cheering them cheers destruction. They want dead Jews. They want dead Israelis. This is what they want. And you get you have these rallies that take place everywhere. And these people are, are, are cheering Hamas. And everyone goes, well, you know, you have to understand their point of view. Let's try it a little differently. If these... Um, if these... Uh, people who are thrilled to kill Jews, right? If they were carrying, instead of the Palestinian flag, they were carrying mm, a Confederate flag, how would you feel? Would you be outraged? You'd be outraged that they were carrying a Confederate flag. You'd be outraged that they were the Proud Boys. But you're not outraged when they sing songs about genocide. Don't you get that you're weird? 
when you do that? These people are cheering murder. They're cheering murder. Brian Mast, congressman from Florida, who lost his his legs uh, in 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 battle, correct? Served in the military. He's wearing his uniform uh, around uh, the, the House of Representatives, and he was asked about it. What's with your threats today? Can you tell us anything about those? Tlaib's got her flag. I've got my uniform. Tlaib's got her flag. I've got my uniform. Because Rashida Tlaib, the bigoted congresswoman from Michigan, has a Palestinian flag at her door. Won't condemn Hamas. Refers to Israel as an apartheid state. She's fine with it. We should look at that in disgust. Now, suburban mom, let me turn to you. Your daughter is going to get moved off of her team because there's some boy who claims to be a girl who's going to get her spot. Why are you fine with that? And why are you fine with the people like these two athletes who do that? Why are you fine with people like Representative Dave Considine out of Wisconsin? This happened, the Wisconsin State Assembly floor. He's a Democrat. And here's his commentary. And my granddaughter, who's playing college sports, I asked her about this when we had this two years ago, and she said, you know what? If a trans woman was competing against me in the sport, then that just means if that person's better than me, I need to work harder. Oh, okay. So if the guy who by definition is stronger and faster because physiology, biology is real. I know, I know, I'm not a Supreme Court justice, yet I know the difference between men and women. That part doesn't matter. Do you you realize, as, as Riley Gaines has explained it over and over and over again, it doesn't matter how hard she trains. She's never going to be faster at swimming than her boyfriend. Maybe it's her fiancé now. Maybe it's her husband now, for all I know. She was a world-class swimmer in women's swimming. And she couldn't beat her boyfriend, who would be considered a failure. Oh, he's better than you and me, for sure. We're talking about amongst an elite level. I don't want to disparage the man. I'm just making the point. She knows it. Men and women are different. She can train all she wants. And by the way, if your granddaughter told you this, that's, that is a broken woman. That's feminism? Is that what you're going to tell me? That's how, well, you know, it's just the way it is. Man can say that uh, he's a woman. And well, I just, I guess I got to train harder. Where's the standard? Where's the decency? Where is the willingness to say out loud this isn't right? Why is anybody bending over backwards to support what is clearly a mental issue? 
As stated from uh, the the psychiatry manual, the DSM-5, Diagnostic and Statistical Manual 5, gender dysphoria. It is what it is. Part of our problem, and we see it whether we're talking about uh, Israel and and, uh, these these rallies or in this conversation about uh, sports, there's, there's, there's a lack of standard. There's a lack of this idea of moral clarity. Men are not women and women are not men. And guys who think they should be able to take spots on girls' sports teams should be told to go to hell in a handbasket. You're not that important. You made a decision for yourself. I don't, I don't get it. I don't have to get it. But that doesn't mean you make a decision for anybody else. You're not special. Why aren't they being told they're not special? Go live your life. Bye. What was the group... They had an award ceremony, and their woman of the year was Dylan Mulvaney. That just happened. I, I, I forget, because anytime I see that guy, I immediately delete the page. I do. Ugh. It's so... The, the, this character that he is playing of this prepubescent uh, girl. I mean, wait till he writes the book. But what's what group... Says to women, we think so much of women that we're going to give the award of Woman of the Year to a man. Attitude Magazine. Well, thank you, Jason, producer Jason. The people who do that hate women. No standards. No saying, hey, you live your best life there, kitten. You go knock yourself out. But we are going to uh, give the award uh, to the, the person over there with the, um, what's it called? What? That's it, vagina. That's what we're going to do. That's, that's, what we're, that's how we're going to handle that right there. It's a standard, and there are none. And the lack of standards is damaging us because the lack of standards means a lack of moral clarity. The lack of more clarity is a magnificent issue. And that's where we got to go back to these college campuses and how they have handled the situation regarding the terrorist group Hamas and the attack on Israel. And what they have said, because they have allowed themselves to lose moral clarity, and I believe there is now a litmus test regarding how these colleges have responded and how you should respond, not only by sending your kids or not, but also as a donor. I will share the Ben Sass story, and we'll we'll break it down from there. I'm Tony Katz. Markets aren't moving. Well, I should say the Dow's not moving. NASDAQ is down 167. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, and as we've discussed, there is no speaker. And Austin Scott just jumped into the race. Good Lord. Honestly, I don't actually have enough bourbon. And I've got a pretty well-stocked bourbon selection. Uh, to that end, uh, it to, just to answer a question about bourbon, Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, I'm not a collector. If I have it, I drink it. There are actually a couple of bottles that I've been holding on to because we're going to do them for, for the show, for Eat, Drink, Smoke, the Cigar and Bourbon show. And we've done this before, and we invite a crowd. So that's that's coming back. We're going to do some live shows and and uh, invite people out, and uh, we'll come to you and do the show. We'll, we'll do the whole thing. You know, uh, th- there's a fee, but it's worth it. So I have a bottle of Elmer T. Lee. 
Um, I, I, I don't know. I, uh, secondary market, maybe 400 bucks a bottle. I don't know. Maybe you could now find it on a more regular basis. So we got to do that. Uh, that. That is something people are like, oh, hold on to that. I'm like, nah. I have the uh, Old Forester 2022 birthday bourbon. We did the 2021. We opened it right up. Boom. Shared it with like the whole crowd, like 30 people. Like, here you go. Um, and we're going to do the same thing with the 2022. People are like, oh, you got to hold on to that. Those things are super rare. Uh, nope. Open it up. I have some Blanton's Gold. I don't think, that, I don't know if people consider that rare. Blanton's Gold. I mean, Blanton's is, is sought after. But I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if people consider that like, like a rare thing. You know, they consider Pappy Van Winkle a, a, a rare thing. I don't know. Blanton's Gold goes for like $250 a bottle. I, not bad. Oh, I'm going to open the thing up. I'm going to open the thing up and we're going to, we're going to drink it. I, I just don't, I have some Willets. We're going to open them up. We're going to open them up. We're going to have a party. Yeah, I don't, I, I, I just, I don't get the collecting part. Now I've got my own issues with, with the collecting and, and, and I'll get to that another day um, with the idea of co- being a collector of things. Um, Bourbon is meant to be drank. I don't. Um, I don't collect. Uh, I, I don't hold on to cigars. I smoke them. I have in my humidor, which I, I needed. I need to order a new one, and I, I should have ordered it two weeks ago, and I could have gotten a better deal on it. This tall standing holds seventeen hundred. Like that's the plan. I was going to get cigar lockers for this new uh, space that I'm building, but I don't think it's going to work out. Seventeen hundred. I'm like, all right, that that'll do because I probably. In, in in just my home, never mind where I have cigar lockers, in my home, I probably have 300, 350. So probably all around, I've got, I've got 500 cigars floating around there, and I could easily do more. Um, I don't actually hold on to too many things. These things are meant to be smoked. So I have, a, it was a gift to some, some uh, Davidoff Salomones. Um, uh, not, the, not the royal release. The, the the one prior and and I'm like okay that I may hold on to, but even like I, I have I, I happen to have some uh, some Monte Cristo number twos that that's a Cuban those get smoked. Oh yeah, they do. You know, even uh, the Camachos that were with the Cuban seed uh, tobacco smoked. It's supposed to be enjoyed, guys. It's supposed to be enjoyed. You you it's it's like a car. It's like people who who get classic cars and then they don't drive them. I don't get it. I don't get it. How could you how could you not want to drive the classic? It, it seems to me that that's what it's there for. Not to be a museum piece. Bourbon's not a museum piece. Your cigar is not a museum piece. Go enjoy. Honestly, it's been a week. It's going to be a weekend. Find something good and enjoy it. Enjoy and find somebody to enjoy it with. Or, you know, a little bit of alone time isn't the worst thing in the world. What did Ben Sass have to say regarding the Hamas terrorist attack on Israel? And what did your local college have to say? And has a new litmus test been created? This is Tony Katz today. Find everything at TonyKatz.com.
I think it would be wrong to state that a college should stop a event happening on campus, even if it's something that you find objectionable. Maybe I am wrong if the thing that we find objectionable is actually a statement of support for genocide. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. 833 got Tony. 833-468-8669. We should be clear that um, there has been with this support of Hamas, anybody who on their college campus was singing from the river to the sea was calling for genocide. And since these would be the same people who would literally get the vapors if if a um, Confederate flag was on campus, the vapors is what they would get. They would fall apart. There would be tears. There would be demands for uh, for uh, 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 psychiatric services if a Confederate flag was on on a school grounds, on a college grounds. One would wonder why they would be okay with the chanting of from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, which is and always has been a call to genocide. But one needs to look at how these college campuses have dealt with the situation. How these college campuses have gone about dealing with how they talk about it. Never mind how it is that others have addressed it. There has been a lot of, well, weakness that has taken place. A tremendous amount of weakness that has taken place on this subject. A lack of of personal conviction, a lack of strength, a lack of recognition between right and wrong, as we were discussing earlier, a conversation of moral clarity. I'm going to use for an example, for a series of these examples, some things that happened uh, in Indiana. But we know what happened with Harvard, and we know the what has happened to those people. At Harvard... Student groups signed letters, signed on to a letter blaming Israel. Maybe if Harvard had been right to the quick, this is a terrorist attack. It's disgusting and we abhor it. The students could have said, oh, see, they're students. They don't know everything. They barely know anything. So we're clear. They're students and they should be treated. They should be treated like uh, their, their children, like students. You don't know anything. You have minds full of mush. Here, let's help. Here's data, facts, logic, and reason. Not your emotions that we somehow placate. 
Columbia University, same. NYU, same. We see this all over. In Indiana, the University of Indianapolis, that's a smaller school, no real mention of Hamas. No mention, when I say no real mention, no mention of Hamas. We, we at UND, University of Indianapolis, unequivocally denounce violence and terrorism in all its forms. Israel was attacked by a terrorist organization and they killed children and kidnapped the elderly. What do you mean all of its forms? What the, what the hell are you even talking about? Real weakness from the University of Indianapolis. Now, you'll forgive me, I've been searching and searching. I had the statement from Butler University. I had the statement from uh, the university uh, president, James Danko. Weak. Nothing about Hamas. No clarity. No statement to Butler University students that this is obscene. No, instead, uh, Students for Justice in Palestine, anytime you hear that group name, uh, you, you've met a good bunch of Jew haters right there, and, uh, and they were part of setting up a rally, a free Palestine rally, Palestine's not even a country, a free Palestine rally uh, in downtown Indianapolis where they chanted what? From the river to the sea. Butler is what, 50000 60000 a year? Could you imagine send, spending that much money on a school that wouldn't even teach students, hey, you're singing a song and, and cheering for genocide. Maybe you're not Butler material. At Indiana University, the original statement of the president, Pam Witten, is weak. I don't know Pam Witten personally. We met once. I think she might have known who I am. She might have just been being nice. Oh, sure, Tony. How are you? you you've had that happen to you. You're like done with the conversation. You're like, they have absolutely no idea who I am. Um, she had put out a statement. IU is heartbroken over the horrific violence that has occurred over the past few days. With heartfelt empathy and compassion, we stand ready to provide comprehensive counseling and support services to assist our students, faculty, and staff affected by these attacks, especially those who may have family or friends in the region. Let us continue IU's long-held tradition as a caring community that supports one another through challenging times. That is a non-statement. What does it say when a president of a university making Lord knows how much money, cannot engage in an act of moral clarity as a, as a show of leadership to the students who go there. What is the job of the president? Make sure you get a good TV deal for your football games? Well, that, that is part of it, isn't it? Is it the only part? Is it really the most important part? Tony, do you have any idea how much those football games bring in? The cash, the sweet moolah, the ducats, the coin, the scratch, as the kids call it? Um, moral clarity. A standard. Someone for these students to look up to so they can learn. And Pamela Witten didn't provide it. In a follow-up statement, 
It reads, as our campuses go into fall break over the next several days, I ask that we give heartfelt thoughts to the Jewish members of our IU family. I have reflected on the events of this past week and have had many conversations with the IU community. I continue to be heartbroken by the terrorist attack on the people of Israel. Let there be no ambiguity. Israel has suffered grievous atrocities at the hands of Hamas terrorists. First, Everybody needs to recognize what this terrorist attack is and how it affects them in their everyday life. How it affects our southern border. And never mind who has crossed over. Griff Jenkins was reporting on people who were uh, uh, suspicious aliens, I believe, was the terminology. Because they could have been part of a cell to engage in acts of terrorism right here in the United States. What would make you think Hamas was only attacking one place? We are all affected by barbarism. Let there be no ambiguity. Israel has suffered grievous atrocities at the hands of Hamas terrorists. Does she mean it? Was she told to say it to make amends for what she first said, which offered no clarity? I think in a world that you want to show grace, maybe people need to learn from the thing. I think that in in the vast majority of these statements, the vast majority of, of these statements, it happens out of straight up fear. Over at Purdue University, West Lafayette, the following can be attributed to Purdue University spokesperson. Quote, concerning the barbaric terrorist attacks, let me read that again, concerning the barbaric terrorist attacks that targeted Israeli civilians and also killed citizens of our country, Purdue University has extended support to many Purdue students whose families and who them and, them and who themselves are directly impacted. Generally, student support and counseling are available for anyone in need. I mean, they start right off with it. It's barbaric. It's terrorist. It targeted Israeli civilians. It also killed Americans and others. 27 Americans is the death count uh, for now. For now. Wednesday's vigil in honor of those killed and abducted, as well as Thursday's march, are planned and registered with the proper university channels with full consideration for the safety of those involved, and law enforcement is on alert against anti-Semitic threats, as observed in other cities. Free speech. While the right to free speech is protected on campus for everyone, even when the content of the speech is abhorrent. Any act of physical violence ceases to be speech will be promptly addressed by the university along with police departments or federal law enforcement with a focus on the safety of all students. They at least address. Explain what it is. Here's what we allow. Here's what we do. Here's what we think of it. Here's where you can get whatever services you think you need. That's it. That's how it's done. Or you can do it the way Ben Sass did it. The president of the University of Florida, he is uh, also the former senator from Nebraska. Dear Jewish Gator alum, again, I'm not quite sure why specifically it was about Jewish, but I'll leave that being because I think it affects everybody. Many of you have reached out about the vigil at University of Florida last night. I was overwhelmed to see a thousand Gators standing with Israel. And then he leaves a link to his remarks. Like you, I am tremendously grateful for our students. The University of Florida is home to the largest number of Jewish students at any university in this country. I didn't know that, actually. That's fascinating. We are honored by and committed to that legacy. Our Jewish students and alumni around the world have been devastated by Hamas's terrorism. 
I will not tiptoe around this simple fact. What Hamas did is evil, and there is no defense for terrorism. This shouldn't be hard. Sadly, too many people in elite academia have been so weakened by their moral confusion that when they see videos of raped women, hear of a beheaded baby, or learn of a grandmother murdered in her home, their first reaction uh, of su- the first reaction of some is to provide context, quote unquote, and try to blame the raped women, beheaded baby, or the murdered grandmother. In other grotesque cases, they express simple support for the terrorists. This thinking isn't just wrong, it's sickening. It's dehumanizing. It is beneath people called to educate our next generation of Americans. I am thankful to say I haven't seen examples of that here at University of Florida, either from our faculty or our student body. As for us, writes Ben Sass, president of the University of Florida, Our educational mission here begins with the recognition and explicit acknowledgement of human dignity, the same human dignity that Hamas terrorists openly scorn. Every single human life matters. We are committed to that truth. We will tell that truth. Was that so hard? Was that so? Was that so hard? The answer is it's really hard for a lot of these people. It's really hard when you're afraid of the student as opposed to remembering your relationship to the student. Professors, presidents, I'm surprised no one's told you this, but maybe you need some help and I'm here for you. You're in charge. Not these students that you let into your university and then let them decide how the show goes. You're in charge. Why don't you act like it? You're the adult. Why don't you act like it? You're the one who is supposed to have moral clarity. Why don't you act like it? You don't act like it because you're afraid. You don't act like it because your progressivism doesn't allow you to have a disagreement with the student. Your progressivism is dangerous. What you have done to college campuses is dangerous. Your inability to note evil is dangerous. Your push to equivocation is dangerous. You, university presidents, administrators, professors, you're dangerous if you aren't willing to engage moral clarity. If you aren't willing to say that's a terrorist organization. Do they have a point? No, they don't have a point. Their existence is about destroying Jews. Now, if you have a group of people on your campus who disagree with a policy in Israel, well, okay. Even if you disagree with checkpoints, even if you disagree with Iron Dome, those are policy conversations. Hamas is not a policy conversation. Hamas is a bunch of killers who don't care about the people who live there. People talk about, I can't believe Israel is going to cut off the water supply. You know that Hamas dug up the sewage pipes so they could build rocket launchers to fire at Israel. They didn't care about whether or not you could flush the crap down. They cared about the crap they could shoot and use to kill Israelis and Jews. Say so. Say so. Why would you allow this hate on your campus? Singing from the river to the sea, as we see at universities all over the place. George Mason University. Free, free Palestine and all the jazz. 
Where are you to set the standard? And this is why I think that every college should be looked at from now on in. How did they respond to this? Do they have presidents, professors, leaders who stand strong, who will speak honestly, or are the leaders afraid of the students? Because any leader who is afraid of the student, as opposed to honest with the student, actually hates the student. That's not a place to send your kids. Don't send your kids there. Now, maybe you need to extend some grace. Maybe you need to give them a chance to to, uh, rethink their position. Or not. It's actually up to you because you, the parent, have the moral clarity that some of these professors and presidents aren't willing to show. I'm Tony Katz. Pumpkin spice bacon. Oh, I'm sorry, maybe, maybe, maybe you didn't hear me. I said pumpkin spice bacon. But you, you cool with that? Oh, I, I didn't, th- I didn't think you'd be okay with that. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, let me turn up your microphone. Oh God! That's what I thought. That's exactly what I thought. It's a supermarket in Louisiana. They're offering pumpkin spice bacon, and some people are like, well, what's the issue? You can have, like, candied bacon, just like candied bacon. I don't think it is. I I don't think it is. Remember, bacon, you know, a lot of talk about the Jews this week. Didn't want it to be that way, but it was. Uh, Bacon, the only thing we got wrong. We got bacon wrong, okay? I'm, I'm telling you, you are right on this one. It doesn't need pumpkin spice. You know what needs pumpkin spice? A muffin. This is Tony Katz today.